Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Thank you, choir. Once again, I want to welcome everyone to today's service. Today is the last Sunday in this month of November. I also, oh, October. I'm already in November, sorry. (laughs) And I also want to welcome our online worshipers. I pray that the Lord will speak to us himself in Jesus' name. We've been looking at supernatural lifting in this month of October. And I know that um, the, all our pastors that have taken this topic, they've dealt with it mightily. So I crave your indulgence. If you still find out that I'm still repeating some stuff, it's just what the Holy Spirit is laying on my heart. And I pray that as we listen, and as we begin to be the doers of the word, not just the hearers, the blessings that follow the doers will rest upon us in Jesus' mighty name. Our anchor text for this month is still Psalm number 3, verse 3. Psalm number 3, verse 3. Who can quickly recite it for us without opening the Bible? I don't like mumbling. If you are confident. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Thank you and God bless you. For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. Before you get to verse 3, if you start from verse 1, you'll get the context of what David is saying there. This particular verse came into being when he was running away from Absalom and when his life was being threatened. If you look at the NLT version, technical, can you help us with the NLT version? And I'll start with from verse 1, please. Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying, God will never rescue him. Verse 3. When you see but, it means something has preceded it. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. And for emphasis, verse 4. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. Praise the Lord. What this verse is telling us is that David was in distress. He was running away from his son, Absalom. He cried to God in that distressed state. And he said, the Lord answered him. Because the Lord lifted his head high. I pray that as we proceed this morning, the Lord will lift up our head in the name of Jesus. 
First Sam chapter two verse eight. First Samuel chapter two verse eight. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the head are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. Praise the Lord. Psalm 40 verse 2. Psalm number 40 verse 2. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. Praise the Lord. In all this, we see the same generic pattern. Lifting. 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 What is lifting? We all know the definition of lifting. And we all know the definition of supernatural lifting. Lifting is to raise from one higher position or higher level to another, or to pick or move to a different position, usually from a lower to a higher level. But when we talk about supernatural lifting, we are talking about divinity assisting humanity in moving from one position to another. I'll take it again. When we are talking about supernatural or divine lifting, we are talking about divinity assisting humanity in moving from one position or from one level to another. This morning, I'll be looking at four keys to supernatural lifting, but my emphasis will be on number four. So as we go along, I pray that the Lord will help us to see what he wants us to see in this, in Jesus' name. Number one, your lifting sorry, I, 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 will have to, I will have to take it in a different way. There are four keys that I have here, but I'm not going to take them in a particular order, but I'm going to concentrate on number four. So I'm going to start this way. For your lifting to manifest, it can come through your God-given gift or other endowments. What do I mean? Joseph got to the position of prime ministership through his gift. David got to the palace through his gift. You can get your level that God has appointed for you through your gift. There is no man that has been born empty. God has deposited something in us, whether we know it or not. There is something that is unique about us, that can take us to a higher level. And my prayer this morning is that that particular gift that God has endowed us with, 
that the Holy Spirit will reveal it to us in the name of Jesus. This morning in the Sunday school, in the class I attended, um, we were talking about how do we influence the decision-making in this land? How do we do that? And we are not going to do that just because we are Christians or just because we pray. We are going to do that because we have to get involved in politics. I know that some of us, when it comes to politics, we say, no, um, you don't mix Christianity with politics. You do. The prophets of old, they were not just spiritual leaders, they were also political leaders. And for us to make impact in this land, we need to move away from sitting on the fence. We need to join those who are making decisions because if we don't join, they will make decisions that will affect our lives and they will start complaining. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. God has deposited in us something. Proverbs 18, verse 16. Proverbs 18, 16. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. A man's gift. What is that gift that God has given you? That gift will make room for you. Develop it. Meditate on it. And that gift will open doors for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Number two. Supernatural lifting can come at any season of your life. For some, it comes in their morning time. For others, it may be in the afternoon time or even evening time. Moses' lifting did not manifest until he was 80 years old. David experienced his own when he was 30. Joseph too. It doesn't matter how your lifting will come. My prayer is that it will come at a time of greatest impact. And I also pray that we will not miss our season of supernatural lifting in the name of Jesus. It is very important for us to know the season we are passing through. For some, the lifting will come very early, like David, like Joseph. For some, the lifting will come in the afternoon or in the evening. There is always a reason for that. God is never early, God is never late, but God is always on time. At the appointed time, he wants to lift you. May you not miss it in Jesus' mighty name. Divine positioning also helps divine lifting. If you are not positioned in your place of lifting, it might be difficult for you to be lifted. In Genesis chapter, 20, chapter 26, where you read the story of Isaac, God instructed him to stay in Jera, and he sowed in that land, and he reaped a hundredfold, because that is his position of lifting. Many of us, we move around a lot without divine guardians. We change occupation, we change location. Now, maybe what is happening is in Ontario. I want to, people are moving to Ontario. I want to move to Ontario. Maybe what is happening now is that everybody is into IT. I need to move into IT too. 
the question is that, is that what God has planned for me? Is that why my lifting will come? Have I talked to God about that? It is very easy to follow the crowd. But those who follow the crowd, they don't make impact. It is the people who stand alone. The people who challenges the status quo. Those are the ones that makes impact. I, I pray that the Lord will locate us to our place of greatest impact in the name of Jesus. Number three, your lifting is for the benefit of others and to fulfill a divine mandate. God is not going to lift you just for yourself or for your family. When God lifts you up, it's for you to be able to lift others up. Your lifting must have a wider impact beyond your personal ambition. When God lifts up a person, it's not because for me, myself, and my family. It's because God wants me to lift others up. And it's also not for self-glorification. It's not for me to go about and be boasting, I am this, I am that. God does not lift people for personal ambition. When you look at the story of Joseph, there was a reason God lifted Joseph up. There was a reason God lifted David. There was a reason God lifted Esther. What we need to do is to find out the reason why God has placed me in that position that I am today. Why am I in that position? Please, and please, I'm begging us, whatever position we find ourselves, don't let us trivialize it. The position we are today is the prayer point of some people. We might not, we might believe is, um, what's the big deal? I'm just starting, I'm nobody. That's your nobody, some people somewhere are praying to be. God has brought us, brought us here for a reason. And I pray that that reason will not elude us in the name of Jesus. That the purpose of our divine lifting, that the Lord will make it plain for us in the name of Jesus. I pray that pride will not rob us of our lifting in Jesus' mighty name. Number four, and this is where I'm going to spend a little bit of time. Supernatural lifting is a product of supernatural help. Divine help is needed for divine lifting. There are three categories of help. Number one is help from above, which is divine or God's help. Number two is help from within. And number three is help from without, which is man's help. Without the first, the other two will not take you far. If God does not lift you, if you rely on your effort alone, you will go, but you will not go far. I pray that we'll go far in Jesus' name. Also, if your lifting is based on who you know, just men, and you take God out of the equation, there is no eternal value in that. Yes, God will use people to lift you. Yes, God will give you ideas to lift you. But in all this, 
the God factor is very important. That's why we are talking about supernatural lifting. Some people have tried to lift themselves in the past. And in the eyes of the world, they actually achieved success. But according to Reverend Oix, when she was teaching us here, the definition of success in this world is not the definition of God's success. So we might look at them as being successful, but in heaven's account, there is nothing recorded for them. I pray that that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. So let's look at the first one. Help from above. Help from above. Second Kings chapter 6 from verse 25 to 31. I will not read it because of time, but we all know that story. It's the story about a famine in Samaria. There was a famine in Samaria. It was very grievous to the extent that mothers were killing their babies for food. And one of them actually approached the king for help. And the king made a pronouncement that where will I help you from if God does not help you? Psalm 60 verse 11. Give us help from trouble. For vain is the help of man. If God does not help us, it doesn't matter the kind of help we get. It has no eternal value. Our focus should be on God to help us. Isaiah 41 from verse 10. It says, Fear not, I will help thee. Hebrews 13, verse 6. The Lord is my helper, I shall not want. Psalm 54, verse 4. Behold, God is my helper. The question is, is God your helper? Or is man your helper? My prayer is that the Lord will help us. I say it again. My prayer this morning is that the Lord himself will help us. Because it is only through God's help that we can get to the position of lifting. Yes, there are other forms of help. There is help outside of God. But when you ask those people who have gotten help outside of God, they will not tell you that it actually cost them much more than they were thinking. You can get help from the occult. You can get help from the devil. But are you ready to pay the price? The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Number two, help from within. And let's be careful. When I say help from within, I'm not referring to your self-help. There is no self-help without 
God's help. It is God that will provide the strength. He will provide the intellect, the insight, the revelation, the empowerment for our lifting. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10, By the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was given unto me. Here we see that Paul is acknowledging that God is still the one that is helping him, though there are times when God will partner with us for us to do certain things. It is absolute laziness to think that God will do everything for us. God is not a God of mediocrity. See thou a man diligent in his work. He will stand what? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before men. The word there is diligent. Am I diligent enough for God to partner with me to lift me? In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest to observe to that doing is very key. God will not do everything for us. He will partner with us for our lifting. It is foolhardy for a student to pray 24 hours a day without studying and expect to pass an exam. Any church that preaches that is not helping you. God will give you insight, God will give you revelation, but you have to do your own part. If I don't apply for a job, the likelihood of getting that job, it doesn't matter how brilliant or whatever certificate I carry, is very slim. We need to consider the doing part. But my prayer is that whatever effort we put in, that the Lord will multiply it by His grace. Because that is the one that is important. Number three help from without, man's help. No man can get to the top without the help of other men. I'll say that again. No man can get to the top without help. Apostle Paul, even the great Apostle Paul, at some time in his own ministry, he was helped by others. There was a time it was Paul and Barnabas. There was a time it was Paul and Silas. There was a time it was Paul and Timothy. We all need people to help us. That's why your greatest investment is not your money. Your greatest investment is not your house. Your greatest investment is your relationship. 
if I'm in trouble, do I have three people in my life that I can count on? Pastor was telling us this, we remember the, the storm that happened, I can't remember, maybe early this year, January or that storm that so many people, even some people died, so many were stuck in it. And Pastor was making reference to it. He was able to call some people and they responded, even in that storm. If it were you, do you have two or three people that you can call when the storms of life arises? Your greatest investment is your relationship. Build your network. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Even Moses, in his ministry, there was a time he had to be helped by Aaron and Hall when they were fighting the Amalekites. He got to a state that when his hands were raised up, Israel was winning. And when his hands were down, the Amalekites were prevailing. So what did Aaron and Hall, what did they do? They gave him a stool and they raised his One was on his left hand, raising his left hand. The other one was raising his right hand. That is help. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, told him, you are going to wear yourself out if you are going to be the judge of all these people. Appoint seven men or 70 that will help you so that you don't wear yourself out, you don't wear these people out. Brethren, we all need help. We all need help. I pray that the help that we need to take us to a higher ground, the Lord will provide it in Jesus' mighty name. Lastly, as a roundup, we all have a definition for grace, which is unmerited favor, as we usually define grace. We know grace is a favor is a, is a subset of grace, and we define grace as unmerited favor. But we know that the only favor that is unmerited is the favor of salvation. All the other favor, you need to do something about it. You can't fold your hands and expect God to do what you need to do for your lifting. We need to do our own part so that God can do his own part. And as we round up, I want us to be on a faith and I want us to pray. Lord, help me to partner with you for my lifting in the name of Jesus. The revelation, the insight that I need for my lifting, Lord, provide for me in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to partner with you for my lifting in the name of Jesus. Help me to partner with you in the name of Jesus. Let me not miss my time of lifting. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. 
Our Father and our God, we thank you once again this morning. Father, we glorify and exalt your name. And we pray as a church that we will not miss our time of We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.